0: get inspired travel stories podcast Welcome back to the show. How are you guys doing? Things are heating up over here. A few days back I finally bought the motorcycle that's going to take me around Europe. For all you bikers, it's a 2004 Harley 883 and she's been christened Gloria, her namesake being the eternally perfect Gloria Stefan. And we've been bonding over the last few days, me and the bike, I mean, not me and Gloria Stefan. Life isn't that kind. Anyway, Jan Ilunga is an entrepreneur, podcaster, consultant, and all-round legendarily cool guy. I get emails now and then asking about starting blogs, podcasts, things like that. So I thought I'd bring on the person I trust most about these things. Little did I know that he was about to blow my mind with his story. Let's get straight to it. Here is the travel story from and I interview with Jan Ilunga.
1: Since I can remember, I've always been interested in adventure. I've always been the outdoor kid. I've always been going to parks, playing football or soccer, depending on where you are in the world, with friends. I was a huge Indiana Jones fan. Don't call me Junior. And then as I grew up, I became a very big fan of the beat generation genre. So On the Road by Jack Kerouac, definitely a favorite book of mine. And one of the most incredible things that has happened to me as a traveler is to basically leave some of the things I liked about my heroes back then, in my trip. Traveling the Atlantic coast of, of the western part of Ireland, traveling by car with nothing around but the ocean. Nothing around but nature has been so powerful. Not really because I kind of pictured myself as one of the characters of Wonder Road. Absolutely not. It's simply because those were the moments that I really felt that everything was aligned. I was not experiencing a passion of mine. I was living it. I was the passion, that moment was the passion. And that's a feeling I said, i had been blessed enough to have repeat a couple of times. So the second time happened when I drove uh, in California from uh, LA to San Francisco. There's been moments there where it was nothing, but my mind as a traveler, thinking about absolutely nothing. Not a single thought, not a single care in the world, but simply admiring the landscapes. Admiring the Pacific Ocean, hills, grass fields, some animals in some cases. That has been an incredible experience. If you're a traveler, it's something that hopefully is going to happen to you. And it's something that is very difficult to explain because you just find yourself somewhere sometime maybe with somebody maybe by yourself and you just are overwhelmed with this feeling of belonging you just feel that you 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 were born to do this you were born to travel the world, if that's your thing, you were born to go hiking. And it's something that is unbelievable. And not only that, but it's something that is really mind-blowing. So the next time you happen to go on a trip, whether it's by car, you want to cycle around the country, perhaps you go on a trail or you want to go hiking or whatever type of trip you're gonna go for try to be on the lookout because that kind of a moment where it's nothing and you could be surrounded by people it doesn't matter it's nothing but you the elements the natural elements around you And this feel of happiness and this feeling of belonging are gonna hit you and it's gonna be incredible. To be honest with you, I can't wait to experience that feeling again. Hopefully, sometime soon.
0: it's amanda i just wanted to let you know that backpack digital has our very first novel available right now written by one of our very own team members nicole it's called venus and it follows a young woman who feels trapped in the same town she grew up in sounds pretty familiar right you can check it out at backpackdigital.com but for now i need to get going i need to put stickers that say don't on all the stop signs in town thanks for listening and now back to the show Man, it's great having you on. It's, I mean, we've been friends now for, what, not too long, not
1: too long. I would call us friends as well, right? Uh, well, I don't know. Are we <laughs> friends? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think, has it been already a couple of years, maybe? No,
0: no, it can't have been that long. Now, I've listened to your podcast for, like, it was way back then, but I but, know, I think we've been chatting less, yeah, less time than that, I reckon.
1: Well, could could be, but it definitely feels as if I've I'd known you for way longer than two years or one year or you know (laughs) any long length of time, really.
0: Absolutely, man. It's this. Sometimes you get those. I mean, this this works in travel as well. Sometimes you get those friends, or you meet some people, especially I think with travel because you're so open to it. But you meet some people where you just you just click. You just both kind of think in the same things, and you both Mm -hmm. you know. And I think what it is, you know, is is the authenticity. We were talking about it just before this this interview, and it's when you're traveling, you're vulnerable and you're being authentically you. And I think that's what we both do in life anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's
0: kind of, that's the basis of like one of those, one of those great friendships, you know? And I think that's why you have so mm-hmm. many, on the road, so many when you're traveling. Have you found this as well when you're you're traveling around?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, I think that nowadays is even easier for travelers to make friends because of, you know, social media. So technically you can even make some friends before you travel, but going about it the old school way. So just going out and about exploring, You know, as you said, if if you are vulnerable and also a bit open, that's the thing. You know, if you kind of step outside your comfort zone a little bit, great things happen, number one, and number two, you can connect with so many amazing people that you didn't even know existed.
0: Oh, absolutely, man. And another thing we were just talking about before the interview was how when you start something like a a business or a blog or a podcast, but this is the same. I always say this this is the same in life as it is in travel. Right. right? (laughs) So (laughs) when you when you start something or when you meet someone that kind of progresses to something else that person that you meet will go hey here's my other friend and i mean a lot of times it's happened to me where I, I go out to meet a friend i meet one of their friends and then now i'm now the first friend leaves and now i'm with the second friend and then that's my friend and then they, they introduce mm-hmm. me to another friend and it just kind of <laughs> carries on like that you know <laughs> you know it always right, seems to absolutely. happen yeah it's like this progression it's it's the same. It's the same when you're traveling around. You could go somewhere and obviously meet someone. They say, hey, let's go to this place. And then you move to that new place. And then from there, that you meet some more people and it progresses to another place. And then by the end, that one, that one decision you made to go to that first place took you six, seven places down the line to this place you never thought you'd see, never thought you'd, you'd ever go to. That's something I love about travel.
1: Yeah. You know, it's funny you mentioned that, Hayden, because I, so I, I've been around a little bit and, you know, around Europe, I've been to, to North America and so forth. But I had a, a trip in, in Ireland, country that I love, by the way. And if you've never been to Ireland and you're listening to this, you should definitely go there. And I had one part of a trip that actually what you just said is exactly what happened. So for no particular reason, we just decided to to change our plans, to explore. We ran in a car and we went the opposite direction than what we originally planned. And man, oh man, did we see incredible places and the people we met. And yeah, it, it, it. I can't really putting into words how amazing it feels when you just do something that is a bit unpredictable. And sometimes you feel like, yeah, I'm taking a chance here. But really when it comes to traveling, So many great things happen because of that sometimes decisions that just, you know, just popped up in your head and you decide to go down with them.
0: Oh, totally, man, totally. And you mentioned Europe as well, and this is something that something we've been talking about off air, and something I still want to talk to you about because, as as you guys know, the listeners, as you know, I'm heading to Europe in July, and mm-hmm. I'm heading around and going all around Europe and camping and everything. And yeah, and as I <laughs> as I believe it, you've done almost the same thing. You've been camping all around Europe. Is that right?
1: Yes, sir. Yeah. So it was. Man, I feel old. Was it six years ago already? Yeah, 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 it was It was in April. So a very good friend of mine and I did a two-month road trip around Europe, the first month all by car. So I'm originally from the Italian-speaking part of Switzerland, so that's where my funny macaroni accent comes from, and that's where we left. So <laughs> the first month by car, we drove and camped in... Uh, France, Spain, Portugal, the Basque country, Belgium and the Netherlands. So, yeah, if you ever happen to need any camping advice in any of those countries, I think I probably (laughs) have a a tip or two that I can share for sure. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Well, a lot of our listeners do enjoy the camping aspect of of travel. It's this whole vagabonding, backpacking experience. I mean, there's some people that, I've said about this before, some people like to go and visit the hotels, some people like the hostels, some people like to camp. I'm sure there's probably one underneath that, like sleep in a doorway or something, but I don't right. know. <laughs> but a lot, of people, a lot of people love to camp. And camping in Europe, as I understand it, is a little, I can't remember, is it a little easier or harder than the rest of the world I think it changes country to country like there's somewhere where it's you know you get a massive fine and there's somewhere you can just wild camp wherever or did you do any wild camping when you were out there or were you staying in the staying in the camping places and if so were there many there and were they easy to find what was it like
1: yeah yeah that's that's a great question and I think that uh, that's actually something that is worth uh, looking into before embarking on a trip like you know the one you have planned Hayden simply you know to avoid ba- bad surprises that sometimes can just you know ruin a trip and yeah so we didn't wild camp but we the good thing we had is that we had experience with both campings within cities like in Paris for example but then we also had experience in in campings that were really in you know basically in the middle of nowhere so we experience them both ways and in terms of the wild camping it's so that it changes from from country to country so now for example i'm based in finland there are certain regulations known around camping i have to admit i'm not sure but for example related to things like berry picking and things like that that there are certain regulations here that are are different than maybe than a country like Switzerland. So that's definitely worth looking into. But yeah, what you said Hayden about, you know, some people prefer hotels, some hostels and camping. I don't know, I feel I've been obviously, you know, I've been in, in hotels before hostels, but I really feel that camping it's something incredible because it allows you to experience the place even more at, at a deeper level like when i think about my travel memories i've been traveling many different times but when it comes to the accommodation part of things and i'm not talking about you know the luxury whether there was these things or there wasn't but about the overall good memories i have the camping times and specific campings and things like that are always some of the first memories that that resurface
0: Yeah, I think you're right with that, man. It's something, well, at least for me, it's something to do with nature. You know, a lot of people Mm -hmm. hike, a lot of people, a lot of people do camp, a lot of people camp, and it's something to do with nature where we, I mean, we're supposed to be in nature, right? I mean, yeah, we have Mm -hmm. these, we have buildings and we have plastic bottles and we have hotels and we have (laughs) car insurance, but, (laughs) you know, we're still, we're still just, Apes, right? You know, we're mm-hmm. just we're just a bunch of monkeys hanging out, you know. So we we still do need that nature, I I think. Anyway, this is why a lot of people enjoy hiking, enjoy all the camping because there's there's something about it that brings you back to you in a way. It brings you back to center. Does that make any sense? <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, it absolutely does. So I don't know, Hayden, to be honest, if I'm going to go around and call myself an ape. So <laughs> <laughs> you, even though I agree with you 100%, no, jokes aside, I, I agree with you 100%. And actually, I would Im- I would like to invite everybody who's here with you and I, who maybe has never been camping before, I would encourage you to try and go camping, even if you plan on visiting let's say, a capital city in Europe. Because camping not only allows you to really, you know, be in your own element, as you said, Hayden, and I agree with that, but it also allows you to see a different side of the specific city you may be in. Like, we were camping, so we have been camping in many major cities here in Europe. I mentioned Paris. We camped in Barcelona, in Madrid, in... um, well, yeah, in Paris, that I said, in Bordeaux, in France, where else? In Portugal, in the Basque country. So, we, sure, we did see the the city, you know, the buildings and all those kind of things. But then we also got to see the more outdoorsy side of a city, which really makes, makes the experience almost indescribable. Oh, nice.
0: Yes, even though it's almost indescribable, I love how you described it. That's great, man. <laughs> Now I want to I want to move to something that I know is right up your street. This is uh, this is your bread and butter. But we have um, we have people obviously with travelers. People a lot of people are traveling, and a lot of people are travel blogging, right? And it's mm-hmm. a it's a real big thing. And maybe if someone is out there traveling and they think, well, I'm writing in my journal, I'm telling my mom where I'm going, but why don't I start mm-hmm. a travel blog? Right? I reckon. There's very few people <laughs> that would be better to talk to than one Jan Ilunga. So, man, if someone's out there traveling and they're thinking about travel blogging or travel vlogging
1: or anything like that, where do they start? Yeah, Ooh, that's a, that's a great question, and and you know that that's I think every real traveler, if you're a traveler at heart, I think you've probably thought of some sort of way to share your experience with the world. I know Hayden and I had a traveling blog. I, I don't know even what happened to it. I think I wrote two posts or something. like Maybe it's still <laughs> around. I don't I didn't even remember the name. But yeah, I I, th- I think that one feels like this interest. And You can initially start a, a, a travel blog or perhaps a vlog if video is your thing, or a podcast if you want to experiment with audio. You may start those things for kind of selfish selfish reasons, meaning maybe you want to journal, write down your thoughts or things like that. But then I would like you to start thinking about the cool people you met or the cool people you're going to meet, like we were talking about early on. Is there something you are keeping to yourself, something you are writing in your journal that if shared on a more public form could actually be of interest to those people so it could be entertaining it could be informative it could be a helping them in some way if so i would encourage you to get started and at the beginning you may start and just do it for your own sake and you know post an article let's say publish a blog post whenever you want record a video here and there but i would i would suggest to try to at some point to try to come up with a plan so that it becomes more and more of a a routine. Because the more structure you manage to give yourself, and I'm not saying that you have to plan now every single episode of your podcast or every single blog post for the next year, I'm not saying that. However, I believe that if you have a little bit of, of a structure in your head, it helps you. With the bigger picture, that is the big message you're trying to share with the world and then it also helps you overall like if you want to increase the readership or viewer viewers or audience then having clarity a little bit is gonna help you also when marketing time comes. Now to really answer your question Hayden I think that one should think about that so what I just said there to think about whether what you're th- doing for yourself or thinking about doing for yourself could be of interest for somebody else. And if so, try to picture yourself and think if it's something that you would see yourself doing long term. So I'm not talking about two, three weeks, like I did with that infamous travel travel blog. Rather, try to think if <laughs> I've it's something... i got to see that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to look for it. If I find a link, I'll send it to you. I think really maybe one or two posts. But yeah, I think that if you can picture yourself doing that next month and then a few months from now, you should definitely get started. And you may have a bunch of questions about the tools, about the content itself and so forth, I would say just get started. Everybody started from somewhere. Every vlogger you see now shooting incredible videos started with low-quality videos. Every podcaster like Hayden you tune into started somewhere, maybe the interview skills weren't as good as they are now. Maybe the gear was different. If you If you have never been a, a blogger, you may feel stuck with the writing a little bit. That's part of the journey. So think about those things and just get started.
0: Oh, man, that is some great advice. That is awesome. It's that whole kind of, what is it? Shoot and then aim or something like that. I can't remember what it is. Yeah. but it's <laughs> Ready, fire, aim. That's the one. Yeah, man, that is some great advice. And I know a lot of people that are out there traveling thinking, man, I should I should really start a blog. And that's. That's great advice of what to and and how to do it. Just do it and figure it out. Kind of figure it out along the way because those things do come. I mean, there's that there's that popular thing of, oh, in fact, I tell you what, I got this email. Right, I got this email. In fact, let me get it up here. I've got this email. It says, it says really nice things about the show. So thank you for that. But it says I'm planning mm-hmm. to start a travel podcast and was wondering if you had any advice to help me along the way. Now, this is from Tim, right? And I remember one of the things I said to him, I I gave similar advice, actually, to the, to the, what you said about travel blogging, about how just starting it, because, all this time that you're not doing it is time you could be learning, right? And I said, mm-hmm. uh, I said, with every podcaster, the first six episodes, you just can't bear to listen to them because you go, oh no, oh no, one listened to this, you know. All <laughs> <You know>? oh, <laughs> right, man. and it's uh, it's always the case of if someone comes to a sh- comes to a show and comes and listen if someone's listening to this episode and it's their first episode that they're hearing. I think a lot a lot of those people are going to go back and listen to episode 1. Please don't do that, by the way. But a lot of them will go back and <laughs> listen to episode 1 and it's like, "No, don't do that." <laughs> but but that's the thing. It's it's starting and then it's and then it's getting it going. Also, with this uh, with Tim that emailed, I wanted to send him your way because there's no one that knows podcasts like my man Yan. So, <laughs> I really want to send him your way. <laughs>
1: well yeah that would be that would be great and i know you're gonna have links and stuff so team first of all kudos to you for giving support to the to the show and yeah feel free to get in touch and by the way if you haven't make sure to listen to the first episode of, that, <laughs> of the show <laughs> no don't tim don't <laughs> Yeah, but seriously though, it's it's a it's a fun exercise. If you if you listen to the show, make sure to go back and listen to the first episodes. Not to not to criticize, but really to realize that it's a journey. And you know, with all the things we're talking about here, I mean, we're we are travelers, so we should be used to to the concept of journey, to the concept of exploring, not being afraid to walk outside of the path a little bit and that should be the case also with your blog that you may be thinking about podcast or vlog so don't be afraid to to just get started and really things are going to improve with time for sure
0: oh that's so right man i love what you say about the journey as well being travelers we know about the journey we know that that the journey is everything it's not about the destination Mm -hmm. sometimes there is no destination and it always gets me thinking about our life journey always gets me thinking about our past and our future and how we got to
1: here. So, man, why are you in Finland? What happened? <laughs> well, yeah. So the the trip I mentioned earlier had, had for sure uh, to do with that because uh, I was in Finland, obviously, at some point. And basically, it's so that uh, during the trip... So I did actually... Let me take a step back. I did that trip with a friend of mine after graduating from university. So... I wanted I had a bachelor and I wanted to do my master's abroad. So I was thinking as we were traveling, whenever we were in a city I liked, I would check what the university had to offer in terms of programs and things like that. So Helsinki was one of the options, one of the cities that gave me a good vibe and Uh, Yeah, it looked interesting and so forth. And then I saw that the University of Helsinki and a couple of other universities actually had like uh, communications because that's what I studied. And then I met my then girlfriend, now fiance. So it was really a a win-win situation moving here for studying and for for both academic reasons and for personal reasons. And now it's been... uh, Almost six years that I've been here. It's crazy to think about it, but time really does fly.
0: <laughs> no way, no way. But well, that's uh, that's a new one. I haven't heard that before. Of getting into a place and checking out the universities, checking out what they've got, kind of in a way, in a way, kind of planning for the future in a little bit, kind of assessing where the journey could take you. That's how it's, With the university aspect, that's something I haven't heard before. That's really interesting.
1: You know, I would have liked just to walk into a random university, sit down and start studying. But, you know, <laughs> they probably would have kicked me out. So I had to do a little bit of planning there. <laughs> I don't know, man.
0: You're a nice guy. I'd let you stay in the class if I was teaching it. <laughs> so uh, is, your, is your missus uh, Finnish? Is she from Finland?
1: Yes sir she's from ah. Finland all the way born and bred <laughs> <laughs> You sound uh, you sound proud about that that's cool I like that <laughs> Oh well I I don't know if I mean I don't know if I have now some Finnish pride inside of me no well I definitely like Finland I feel at home I like it I like uh, I like Finnish people they are they are very nice people they have some very funny traits about them but yeah uh, she she is Finn and it's yeah it's a very good match and also cultural wise Finland and Switzerland have many similarities so I didn't have any cultural shock or mm. anything like that for sure or actually I did for some words because Finnish has some words that exist in Italian, but the, but the meaning is completely different. So maybe that was a little bit of a shock in a way that first I was like, what? Did that person just say this word? Did I hear that correctly? And then I would hear, no, it means this thing. I'm like, ah, oh, cause in Italian it means something completely different.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So when did you start uh, learning the language? Was it as you got into Finland or
1: were, are you learning it for your for your fiance or when did you start learning? it's one. If you, I think that if one excludes languages like Japanese, Chinese, where the characters are different, I think it's probably one of the most difficult languages to learn. And I speak Italian, French, German, English and some Finnish. And Finnish, what is difficult about Finnish is that it really has its own system. Every, every bit of logic you may have for for a language like, let's say, English or French doesn't apply to Finnish. And basically, the reason why I took some Finnish courses is that even though uh, Finnish people actually learn English or start learning English, even before we do in Switzerland, which is an interesting fact, mm. they, they are... Of course, you know, young people and stuff use English, but yeah, they're, they are still using their national language or one of the national languages, I should say, because Swedish is spoken here as well. They use it a lot. So it was kind of a, of a thing I had to do really, but also because I wanted to be able, you know, to really uh, experience or, you know, if you, if you live in a place, I think it's important to try to immerse yourself as deep as possible and being able to speak the language or at least to understand some of it definitely helps you also understand the the place, the history and the culture and the habits better.
0: Mm, I agree, man. I agree. It's like kind of immersing into that culture. It's getting Mm. everything, all the tools that you may need to become more immersed in that culture. I totally agree, man. Right. Well, man, this has been... It's been great. It's always great talking to you, actually. It's always great talking to you. So so I'm glad you came on the show, man. I'm glad you came on the show. And there's a lot of a lot of wisdom there. A lot of great knowledge for people. A lot of great info for bloggers and podcasters. And that is another thing. If people want to reach out to you and You guys, if you do want to start a blog, if you want to start a podcast like Tim, who emailed, if you want to start anything like that, then, like I say, there's no better person to speak to than Jan. So Jan, if people want to speak to you about building a podcast or anything like that, where can they reach you?
1: Well, I'm all over the place. I mean, you, Hayden, know me well. I'm all over the place, but I think the best way to connect with me is to actually check out my website, janilunga.com. I know you're going to have it in the show notes because you know that is is where you can learn more about what I do from the podcasting side of things. So you can check out things. And if it sounds interesting, on the site, there are many different ways you can reach out to me. So whether your thing is email, I have a Facebook group that Hayden is also part of, twitter linkedin whatever channel works for you i would just send you back to my online headquarter or my my online camping yanilonga.com <laughs>
0: nice nice i suggest <laughs> you guys do even if it's just for a chat Jan's the man i love Jan. so <laughs> man <laughs> thank you so much for coming on it's been great talking to you it really has
1: likewise thanks for first of all for what you do with the show i told you i listened to to the show and i'm like i love every single bit of it and yeah keep doing what you're doing and thanks everybody for tuning in i hope you had just as much fun i as i had (laughs) thanks man
0: stay inspired by subscribing to travel stories podcast